1: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Find more great shows or join the team at Sport-Social.co.uk.
2: Welcome everyone to episode nine of VAR at the Bar Bite Size. My name is Chris, and who am I with today?
1: Hello, I'm Dan. Hi, (laughs) man.
2: That's a long pause there, lads. I thought you were just playing a horrible trick on me. Then (laughs) I (laughs) was just trying to stare out, Dan. well, is football coming home? But football is coming to Rome. Hey,
0: there we go. <laughs> That's awful, Chris. Oh dear! <laughs> I'll, I'll log off now. I think.
2: <laughs> <laughs> How are you both doing anyway? You're all right.
0: Yeah, can't complain. Thanks.
1: Yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm loving the tournament.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, the last sixteen's uh, been very quiet and quite boring. I think it's going to be a very short pod, isn't it? The TV a- broke, Chris. <laughs> Well, that's what I thought before it actually happened.
1: No, <laughs> oh, it's been brilliant.
2: Yeah, fantastic. Right, then we'll start with uh, our Wales versus Denmark. Get it over and done with. <laughs> it you was got a it, lifetime
0: got... ago, that game.
2: It, it does seem like a lifetime ago, not even a week ago, mate. Right, you guys got the result, right? But not the score. So oh, yeah. it went a bit wrong, didn't it? <laughs>
1: Yeah, not not a good day at the office for Wales, was it?
2: No, not not at all. First ten minutes looked quite good. Uh we had a few chances, half chances, Bill had one. And then they changed formation, didn't they? They put Christiansen to Manmar, Ramsey, and it sort of went Denmark's way after that, really. Couldn't really um find a way out of their very well organised team and their wing backs just controlled the game, to be honest. Scored a goal on um, about 27 minutes, I think, from Dolberg. Went in, luckily, only one nil down, and then the sucker punch happened, didn't it? The second goal. What do you reckon? Then was he fouled, Kiefer Moore?
0: I'd say it was a foul. Yeah, from memory, yeah, it looked like a foul. If it's the one I'm thinking of.
2: Yeah, and then obviously the ball then went to Braithwaite. You couldn't quite see whether that went over the line. I wasn't too bothered about that. But then what on earth was Nico doing Mm -hmm. (laughs) as a Liverpool fan?
0: He won't be there much longer. He ain't going to worry about that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, just suicidal really, wasn't it?
2: It, That's a sucker punch really. And then just because of the man of the goal as well, free kick that should have been, but we should have defended that better. And then you're chasing the game against... A very well organised team, and Ben Davis decides to stray off from less left defence and leave it totally open for the third goal. The fourth goal was just a good goal, and I think a lot of players gave up. To be honest, yeah,
0: um, they're uh, down tools by that point. I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I a bit
2: of, unfortunately, a bit of petulance as well, which I don't like to see. You know, especially. Bale as well should still be trying to lead the line, sarcastic clapping to get a yellow card. I think quite think that was the right um way of leading a team, personally. I think he should have been there just just trying him just to get just well, the one goal, just get some, you know, make the score look respectable. Harry Wilson gets sent off, obviously between the third and fourth goal. What do you think of that? I thought it was another harsh decision, but
1: no, that wasn't a red. Yeah, I think you've been very hard done by with red cards in this tournament. Unbelievable. Wales, right. one, yes. <laughs> it's crazy. God. Considering the, um, well, I'll, we'll get on to it, but there's another one last night which was given as a yellow initially. Compare mm. that to the ones that you've mm. seen as red.
2: It's, well, like, yeah. the
1: light years apart, aren't they?
2: I mean, that's just petulant, though. So, you know, it's. but again, it's a hard lesson learned against a very well-organised team who will will give anyone a good game, especially with what's happened in their first game. Like they're doing it for Christian and obviously for themselves as well to prove that they're, you know, they're a good unit without him as well. I mean guard was fantastic that game as well. Don't know what you thought your thoughts were of Denmark as a whole.
1: Well, I think I've got it a little bit wrong in how I thought the game would go. I thought it'd be a bit of a bit of a fight and that Denmark would come out on top. But really they they were technically brilliant and they outplayed you. I thought that they outclassed you a little bit, I'm afraid.
2: No, I mean, they got pegged back, didn't they, first half? Wales did. And it's just, you just wanted them to just play a decent ball, but they just kept on booting it long. And it's just getting so predictable. You've got good good defenders at the back and their midfield of Hoyberg and Delaney. you got, well, you got world-class players. One plays for Spurs. I know he's in a world-class team at the moment. But... <laughs> Um, one plays for Dortmund, got two quality players, and they just dominated the midfield, bullied bullied Alan and Morrell. Like we said, we were worried about that in the podcast yeah. that before. And it's exactly what happened, really. Sort of outsmarted us and just were bare on every area. And their wing-backs were fantastic. So much energy. Don't know what you thought with that. Yeah, yeah, I can't disagree with anything you've said, Chris.
1: No. Um, the only thing I'll add is I thought that it was a bit of a mistake for... Wales to play Kiefer Moore up front as a target man against the likes of Vestergaard and Kier. Um, That was always going to backfire.
2: Well, if they're going to do that, you've got to play someone up with him. Definitely. And unfortunately, again, a bit of naivety. Rob Page has come in as Welsh manager sort of a few months back with uncertainty with Ryan Giggs. He's done a fantastic job, really, Um, but he will live and learn off that. The players will live and learn. There's, there's like 15 players under the age of 25 in that Welsh team. I mean, they've got, they've got the qualifiers and have the chance to get into major tournaments. So just hope that they get first team football. They need that regular play, don't they?
0: We shall see. It just annoyed me that um, Robert Page mentioned Denmark's tactical change. It was, was it? Dan Daniel, Danielson first yeah. half.
2: Oh, uh, Christensen.
0: Christensen, sorry.
2: What, ankle, yeah, he, he
0: mentioned it in his post-match interview. He's like, oh, OK, so why why didn't you change it? Why didn't so You knew yeah. it, it was quite obvious Wales, it wasn't working for Wales yeah. against him.
2: Exactly. But, I mean, example that I was just saying about not playing, Joe has played more games in the Euros than he had for Luton all season. It's mad. Yeah. Absolutely mad. Anyway, we'll leave it there. They've had a fantastic tournament. If you said to me at the beginning, top six, last 16, I would have bitten your hand off. So just the way they went out, that was a little bit of a letdown, I thought. But I'd say living live with that. We go with the next one being Italy-Austria. Well, we spent previewing this game about 30 seconds, <laughs> <laughs> thinking it was going to be a walkover for Italy. How wrong could we have been?
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought Austria were excellent on the day.
2: Yeah. Did you both manage to see the game? So this was on Saturday night. Yep. Um, I, think, oh,
0: I definitely saw bits of it.
2: Yeah. I, I thought Austria were well organised. They didn't just sit back either. They, they tapped on in numbers as well.
1: They pressed the ball really well. I thought yeah. Schlager was excellent in midfield.
2: Yeah. And I thought Anatovic was fantastic as well, to be honest. With the um, role, yeah, he had.
1: It, it was, wasn't he? It? it was it, you could see the difference from when he was suspended yeah. to that game against Italy, where he was a live wire. And um, I thought he got that goal, it was disallowed for offside. Yeah. What a moment that was,
2: though. Oh, you, you know what, mate, as well. I had both Alba and an to score a goal in that game. <laughs> I'm so gutted when it was disallowed, oh. but, but anyway, but no, I mean, um, I thought they're fantastic. Uh, I mean, just looking at some of the stats, I mean, Austria still managed 621 passes and Italy managed 668. So it just showed they, they sort of went, went for them a bit, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, it was a good game. Both trying to win it. Yeah. What do you reckon to Chiesa's goal? I thought that was a touch of class, wasn't
0: it? Oh, it was, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's the first time they've scored an extra time, isn't it, Italy?
2: I think so, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. a step. And then um, the salmon impression by Pessinia when he scored his when he scored Italy's second goal. <laughs> no, I thought it was a great great match to have at Wem- it was at Wembley as well, wasn't it? So yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Okay, so then we go on to Sunday's matches, which were the Netherlands, Czech Republic. We'll start off with that. Did you both manage to see that? Yep. Yes. Yes. Um, We predicted, didn't we, that Czech Republic were going to be very resolute, very organised, they're going to frustrate Holland. And what happened? (laughs) Exactly that first half, wasn't it? And then a suicidal sending off by the lit. What did you reckon to that? (laughs)
1: Wow, I mean, what a mistake to make, to have that rush of blood and panic and handle the ball and someone's just threw on goal. And it's really hurt his team and they're yeah. knocked out because of it, really.
2: That's yeah, He really did, didn't they? It, it was a close game at that time. He probably would have just have said that and the Netherlands had, had just a slight edge. But then that happened and they sort of just uh, capitulated slightly, didn't they?
1: Wasn't it 30 seconds earlier, the, the Dutch missed a glorious yeah. chance to go in front as well? Yeah. The whole game, it could yeah. have been so different if they put that. Um It was a one-on-one where he burst through, wasn't it? Yeah, David Marlin, I think
2: is, it was. That was
1: it, yeah. Sorry.
2: It good, but he's yeah. good play, though, to get him into that position. I just couldn't believe he missed it, to be honest. But... Yeah. yeah. I don't but know
1: yeah,
2: what he was
0: going to do. I just... Put it past the goalkeeper, don't try and go around him.
2: Sending off
1: though, from that point onwards, the Czechs were just in control, weren't they? They were so good playing with the advantage. They switched the ball well, they pressed well, they were so organised as you'd expect. But they they played the whole game higher up the pitch against the 10 men. And they just didn't give an inch to the Netherlands. They really dominated that second half. They definitely Uh, deserved it.
2: No, I mean, what was it? Holliers, who scored their first goal. I mean, where's the marking by the, the door? four <laughs> yeah. on the line? There are four players on the line. You're thinking, why isn't someone actually marking the guy? And then um, Patrick Schlick then scored again. Another another um well well taken goal, but is again from the left, wasn't it? He went on a bit run and cut it back and Schlick on the first on the half turn scored fantastically bottom corner.
1: Yeah, good finish
2: goal so that sets up then um, Denmark Czech Republic for a place in the semi-final but amazingly on this just going back to the Holland Czech Republic game Holland had no shots on target right and so that night was Belgium Portugal arguably what people were touting as probably the game of the last 16 did you both go did you both go and see it or even you both watch it. Sorry, I watched
0: it from home. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you might have broken some travel restrictions if you went to see it. What about you, and Did you manage to?
0: I saw, I saw a fair bit of it. I think mostly second half. I saw.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'll go with you, Dan. If that's all right. What how did you find the game? Um, I thought that Portugal
1: were shading it for the most part, but Belgium obviously got the noses in front just before half time with a. Great strike from Hazard, talking Hazard. I thought Patricio, I think hes he just wasn't expecting it, was he? He didn't have his yeah. foot, feet in the right place. Um, Nobody would expect him to save that.
2: He wasn't far off it, though, was he? I think he was no. yeah, his fingertip away from it. Fantastically taken goal, though. I think it just, like I said, totally surprised him. And, then, and it set
1: up um, a fantastic second half, I thought, especially towards the end of the game. It was really pulsating end-to-end stuff. Belgium still trying to get that second goal and seal the match, but Portugal were throwing everything at them. It was a really good grandstand finish, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, you almost deserved to go to extra time, didn't it? What did you think of it and the bits that you saw?
0: Uh, yeah, just like what Dan said, really. Yeah. Belgium probably just about edged it, but Portugal gave it a good go. They did, they did, yeah. Anders came on like a man possessed, <laughs> course, mixed it up a bit. Speaking of men possessed,
1: I thought that um, Pepe was going <laughs> to rip oh, yeah. his head off at one point. Yeah. You
2: know what? I forgot I to forgot text you. I was like, when that whistle went and I saw Pepe going into it.
1: <laughs> Pepe but, and Lukaku. They were going at it the whole game as well.
2: And apparently a challenge. It was like 10 minutes after the, the whistle went.
1: Oh, that was, <laughs> that was long it. gone. He could have got a red for that, really.
2: Oh, I just thought when, when it all started off, I thought, what's he going to do here? Uh, who's he going to pick on? Is he going to go and look up doing <laughs> this or what? <laughs> yeah, do you see the bit with Lukaku where he sort of took uh, out strengthened and the Belgian, not Belgian players, um, for uh, Portuguese players? <laughs> yeah,
1: he's brilliant, isn't he? He's bang on well, form for this tournament as well. He's an absolute
2: man mountain, isn't he? <laughs> I mean, on here it says uh, the shots, six shots by Belgium and 23 by Portugal. Yeah. That's just mad stuff that is, isn't it? And obviously no goals for Portugal And that. Shame that they went out with a bit of a whimper. It would have been, I think, really good if they got extra time, see see what it would, would have been made of. Because De Bruyne and Eden Hazard were both injured, didn't they? Did they get substituted?
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. It looks a nasty one for De Bruyne. His ankle got turned over, and I wouldn't be surprised if there was ligament damage there.
2: He's had a bad run, hasn't he, of injury, sir, the last couple yeah. of weeks. Uh,
1: in my opinion, again, best player on the pitch was Renato Sanchez. Yeah. He's had a spectacular
2: tournament, really. Yeah. Can't really complain that. He's kept uh, Bruno Fernandes out of the team, hasn't he? So he's obviously doing something right with that.
1: Yeah, speaks volumes, that does.
2: Okay, so now we're going to the crazy day of football, which was <laughs> Monday night. It's just madness. I mean, we both said at the pod, didn't we? We thought Croatia, Spain was going to be a nervy, probably go to extra time, very little goals. And um, how long can we be? Uh, <laughs> where shall we start with this, <laughs> I'll give you the scoreline anyway, and then someone can lead with it. So it's Croatia three, Spain five. Own goal, shall we start off with? Oh, my God. I mean, none of us are goalkeepers, so we can't really sort of comment on that. But that was just... He just
0: took his eye off the ball, didn't he? That's all it was. He probably just looked to see where he was going to pass it next, and before he knew it... Cross the line.
2: It's funny, wasn't it? Because at that time, um, Spain just dominated, didn't they? Croatia didn't really offer much. Offered very little, and then they came in with a equaliser, Pablo Sarabia, just before half time. So I saw I I saw them go two one up. Then I, I had to leave it. And then suddenly I switched over myself, and it was three- one, and then watched an absolute manic five minutes, where somehow Croatia got themselves from the dead. <laughs> Two goals. What team
0: credit.
1: Yeah, they, they part on the pressure, and that Spanish defense crumbled. They really mm-hmm. did.
2: I'm surprised with that because I was. I thought the Spanish defense would have been a little more better than they actually were. I mean, they got Laporte there, haven't they? And um, Garcia, they both played played together at Man City. I mean, Garcia is moving to Barcelona, so obviously, people think very highly of him. But they just sort of buckled, didn't they? And but anyway, so so go on to extra time. Then Maratta scores amazingly, 4-3. It's a good goal, actually, if I remember right.
1: Yeah, it's a good volley.
2: And then the second half of extra time, Croatia have almost a chance immediately of kickoff to then go 4 all, but they miss by an inch. And then Spain then finish it off with, with their fifth. And then, obviously, that's more or less game over. And everyone can take a deep breath. I mean, what was your overall reaction to, to the span, Spanish uh, result and the Croatians?
1: I thought that the, the Croatians really let themselves down in defence. There were such soft goals they gave away. Uh, and I thought in midfield, they weren't great for the whole game. But when they did play, they looked really dangerous and lively. And they, they passed the ball well and they, they had large periods of possession, but then they just let Spain into the game so easily, and if you let Spain play, they'll kill you.
2: What do you think, Ant?
0: Yeah, I thought. I mean, well, I, didn't, I don't think Spain's defence was that great either. I think Spain have, well, they've played against two pretty dire defences now, and they've got 10 goals out of it, so it's given their strikers a bit of confidence going into uh, the Switzerland game, who hopefully might be a bit more resolute at the back. Yeah, but you need to play a scoring goals, and that's what Spain are doing. So, this is what
2: I don't get that, like in the sense with Croatia. So, they play you know, if you look at how their Euros have been, that when they're back to the wall against Scotland, they come out with a fantastic performance. Here, they're very lackluster, but then they went 3 1 down, and it's almost like, oh, we need to start playing now. Okay, and then come back to three all. And then it's like, we'll go back to default now for the rest of the game. And that's it. It just doesn't sort of
0: and they've always been a bit like that though. Yeah.
2: Uh, against subtle. England
0: in the last World Cup, you know, they're, they're back to the wall and then ended up winning the game.
2: Mm, yeah, possibly, possibly. Default
0: in the final. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, but but I mean that what but it's just but with Croatia though that They've been either really, really awful though, or really good. And there's no middle ground with them. They're just—it's just very confusing. It must be very confusing for the fans as well. Yeah, I don't.
1: I don't disagree, Chris. The only thing I'll add is that I think that they are about to go into a transition. I think there's going to be a few older heads that are going to be leaving that squad. It'll be interesting to see what the next generation looks like for Croatia.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so then, just when we thought we might have some normality here, with an easy France win or a France win, you, I think Dan, you predicted that the Swiss were going to cause some some problems. Yeah, I did. Yeah, me and Anne both went. Well, I think they might they'll win quite comfortably. And then this happened. So three all after extra time, and then the Swiss win on penalties. Well,
1: let's let's go back a bit. It was um, one nil at half time to the Swiss with that mm-hmm. Savarevic header, great header, and then Ricardo Rodriguez has a penalty, yeah, to put them two nil up, which is saved by Larice, and then four minutes later, France have bagged two goals.
2: Yeah, but you got to say the first uh, was it the first goal? Benzema's first goal was pretty good, well taken. Second one was. Not really tapping. I mean, he, obviously, Griezmann sort of flicked it up in the air and he headed, headed it in. But Pop was their goal. Oof. Mm. And then, did you think at that time they've had the scare? They're going to see this out now? And then obviously, off comes Griezmann, Sisoko comes on. But. The yeah, the fact
1: that the Swiss, they, were, um, they won the look, they had a penalty and missed it, and then they conceded three goals. I mean, mentally, that's crushing. Uh, there's just no way I saw the comeback coming. Not even in the slightest.
2: But can I just say, I can't believe I'm even saying this. Granite Jack was outstanding That He was amazing.
1: Has
2: <laughs> <laughs> there been an imposter at Arsenal for the last three years? Wow. He was... Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable.
0: I think he's always had it had it in him. I mean he just doesn't do it at Arsenal in the same way that Pogba's had a fantastic tournament, but he's not like that for Man United this season.
2: No, I mean do you see some of Pogba's balls though? They're fantastic, right? The way he just glided them straight onto the I, mean, well. I, I am
0: glad France is out. Don't get me wrong, Pogba's had a fantastic tournament, but I got yeah. fed up with the commentators constantly creaming <laughs> themselves over him. It was becoming a little bit embarrassing.
2: Yeah. But what about the French defence? I, I mean, they've just got rough. they just got bodied, didn't they? I th- we did say that um, Safarovic was going to cause some trouble, didn't we? You know, that him and Shaqiri could cause Cause some issues, but the quality of balls coming in from both sides by the Swiss were fantastic. All game, I thought they
0: changed to a was back three. They changed to the French,
2: yeah. They um, They just
0: looked a little bit lost. No one seems to know what, what was going on, yeah. Who was yeah. doing what job, who was marking who. Yeah.
1: It's always a danger when you switch your defensive formation, mm. it's so easy to get your assignments confused,
2: yeah. Because I think their left back um, had to go off, didn't they? And they bought on Rabio again. I think he was sort of playing again-ish as a as a left back, but he's not yeah. a back, isn't he? And again, it's a bit of night, a bit of complacency, I think, as well. You're three-one up, and they're thinking, "Oh, we're we just going to glide through this now." I was just probably impressed with the Swiss. <laughs> if they keep yeah. up that level, then they're going to cause some more issues, I think, in the quarterfinals to to their opponents.
1: They're such a Jekyll and Hyde team because they, they, they can turn it on and they've got some big wins. They're um, highly ranked. in um, They were the highest yeah. ranked in their group with Italy.
2: Yeah, it top, ten. top 10 in the world.
1: You just don't see it often enough. No. Yeah, as, as the signs were there against Turkey. Um, yeah. they the signs have come good.
2: Yeah. But what did you reckon to the penalties though? Fantastic penalties by the Swiss, weren't they? Every single one, except for one where Luis did get his hand on to I thought yeah. he probably should have saved in hindsight but again at that time you, you've got to let him off slightly the well, yeah.
0: defenders taking them weren't they yeah
2: yeah yeah Schler's penalty was fantastic <laughs> and then Mpappe out of everyone you would expect to miss it was a I good know. play by some oh, of well, anyone, I,
0: I knew he was going to miss I sensed it I sensed he it, it up, but I just thought he was going to fluff this
2: yeah
1: I couldn't believe it.
2: It was weird because it was. There's a few seconds where it's like, "Have they actually been knocked out?" I don't think Summer thought. I think Summer thought he was actually off his line, didn't he? At first, I think he was checking. Yeah. But no, fantastic, fantastic day of football that is. For anyone that doesn't like football, that would have been something to behold. Anyway,
1: unbelievable game.
2: And now we come to yesterday's games. We were obviously me and Dan have done a pod about England versus Germany. Now, as we always do on these roundups, the floor's yours. What did you reckon?
0: I didn't think it was a classic performance, but then I never do with England. I think I think once we got going a little bit, obviously, when because the first ten minutes it was all Germany. We couldn't even get out of our like eighteen eighteen yard line, could we? And I think once Sterling and Saka started to pick up the ball a bit and run into a bit of space and get some free kicks, we pushed up the pitch. But the, we didn't create much in the first half. I thought Germany had the better chances. And then second half, I thought the game was starting to drift a little bit. And Southgate made those changes. And I think it gave us a little bit more of a spark. Obviously, Grealish with the, with the assist. Yeah, um, yeah I, th- I thought w- when Muller missed that one-on-one, you just kind of knew it was England's day, really, because the Germans don't miss from there. It was It was was another steady, solid performance. Not going to rip up trees, but, you know, we haven't conceded yet, and we're in the quarters, so. You know. I can't complain.
2: No, no, not at all. Not at all. I think people are getting a bit too far excited today. Yeah, Hearing it all, and saying some pretty disrespectful things to the you know, Ukraine coming up as well. And I've just sort of thought, well, we'll just calm it down, lads, a little bit. Yeah, they are favourites going into the game. A lot of the
0: fans want Grealish, Foden, Sterling, <laughs> Kane, Mount all playing. It's like, it doesn't gotcha. like
2: show. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen. You know, I always think, this is going to make you laugh, but I always think if Gareth Southgate had a normal person's job, if you were an England manager... He would be like a bank manager, accounts manager. He's just a, that steady pair of hands that you have.
1: Yeah, promoting. Yeah, with, low rates of interest or
2: something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, he's, very he's, safe. He's, very safe, exactly. And when, like we've said, didn't we? When we looked at Team G, all playing five wing backs and two in midfield, two holding midfielders. You're like, oh. Save again then is it Gareth? But it seems to work, so we'll just have to wait and see, I guess, in the next game on um, what it's gonna put but maybe we might put a bit of a shock. You never know. But it's a great great result. Coming on to our final game then of the last sixteen. That was Sweden one, Ukraine two. Did you both manage to watch this at all?
0: Uh, I had it on in the background, so I saw yeah. bits and bobs, but
2: it's a it's a bit of a long slog. I found um, I watched it near the end of the second half and into extra time. It's a very it's a real sort of um, long slog. That's what I can say. <laughs> I, thought
0: the, I thought the first half was actually quite enjoyable, and then obviously the, 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 as it went on, you could tell they were getting more and more tired. And well, like well, by the time extra time came around, half them were on their knees and. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Sweden were down point. to about nine players at one point, weren't they?
2: That was yeah. before the sending off. So are you, so you Crane. <laughs> uh, right then, so you mentioned, Dan, earlier on about the tackle. Yeah. Danielson, looking at it, it's a tough one, isn't it? He's about, unfortunately to the lad, he's quite probably seriously injured him. In, but he didn't seem like he meant... He, it seemed like it was a follow-through of kicking the ball to me.
1: No, I agree with that. He didn't go in to hurt the player, but sure. the, the point he's is over, he's he, wasn't con- he wasn't in control of the tackle. He's gone over the ball and he's it's dangerous.
2: It is sort of what um, the commentator said, wasn't it? He was going to leave some in there for him as well. It was a very meaty challenge that was there to probably leave a bit there. You I think say. 10, 20 years ago,
0: he probably would have got away with that. But nowadays, rules are rules. And mm. he's got as much of the player as he has the ball. Yeah. <laughs> they watch it in slow motion, don't they? It always looks worse than it is. Yeah. Which doesn't help.
1: It's pretty bad, though. The guy
2: was yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not
0: saying it wasn't bad, but it does look worse in slow motion.
1: I wouldn't want someone tackling me like that.
2: I'm actually surprised he wasn't taken out on a, like a stretcher, the poor lad, to walk on it. I was like, you're not going to obviously <laughs> see the poor guys in a lot of pain. He you know, had about like 10 ice packs on him. <laughs> am like, is this the Ukraine way of being? And just get get some vodka in and just say, oh, it's only just a fresh fruit and get back out, mate. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. But no, great finish with the header though, wasn't it? The winning goal. But again, like you said, so many tired legs out there. Swedes were just hold, trying to hang in there for penalties. But yeah, at the ground did the result out. Anything that you, that surprised you there? Obviously, barring Sweden not winning. Not really,
1: no. no. Um, no Sweden didn't get the goals early enough. Uh, the game dragged out and then... Eventually, Ukraine had the advantage and got the nose in front. There's, there's not really much more to say about it than that, no, is
2: there? No. Forsberg, my boy Forsberg, so he's hit the bar twice, then not he? he yeah, was, yeah, he was lucky. Yeah. Okay, so we move on now to last eight, so the quarterfinals. finals. Let's give our predictions for this. So the first one we've got is Friday, five o'clock kickoff. Switzerland, Spain. Can we actually see Switzerland get to the semi-finals on this?
0: I think this tournament's proved that anyone can yeah. go anywhere, I'm being honest.
2: Yeah.
0: As we spoke earlier, Switzerland, Jekyll and Hyde, so
2: it depends on which one turns up. I'm, I'm going Spain. I think they'll win 2-1. I think Switzerland have probably done their final in the last game you know
1: I'm going to go for Switzerland
2: and Switzerland, cool.
1: yeah I think um, they're definitely going to cause problems for those centre backs yeah. in Spain if they get the service and I thought the guy we haven't mentioned yet I thought uh, Bolo was best player on the pitch by a long way in the first half against France he's been outstanding this tournament I think he'll cause no. the problems as well
0: I'll go Switzerland <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've talked you into it. <laughs> no,
0: yeah, I was yeah. on the fence anyway. I was going to go penalties, but now I'm going to go Switzerland. In 90 minutes? Yeah. Late. Right. I think I'll be a late winner.
2: Okay. I'll probably say this is the, the tie of the round, and that's Belgium-Italy next on that side of the draw.
1: Definitely the tie of the round for me.
2: It's It's going to be a very tight game. I think it will be one goal in it and I'm going
0: to go Belgium. I think Belgium have got a few injuries. I think it might. I think I think it's going to go penalties.
1: Yeah, the, the the Belgium injuries do worry me with my my prediction for them to lift the trophy. But Lukaku is in great form. They've got other good players that will come in. I do think that the um, Italian defence is a little bit iffy. Not that not as good as traditionally you'd expect from Italy. So I'm going to go for a, I'm going to go for a Belgian win.
2: I think it uh, the Italians are missing Cellini. I don't know whether he... Did he play against Austria? I don't think he did, did he?
1: No, no, he didn't.
2: No, so he's a massive loss. And Pinucci isn't the, as good without Cellini there as the main leader.
1: Yeah, it showed, yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. But
1: I do think Italy will have the better of that midfield battle. Yeah. They've, they've been solid in midfield. They've really looked after the ball. So that's going to be the, the challenge for Belgium.
2: Yeah, and whether Italy will play Chiesa from the beginning. I mean, every time I've seen him, he looks good. The, he must be pushing for a start at some point. Some, Or he might just be the impact player that Italy have up their sleeve to bring on. Okay, so the bottom half of the draw, obviously England's side. So we'll start off with England-Ukraine. 4-0 England. England. Oh, Okay.
0: I'm gonna go two nil England, but I think it's not going to be easy. I think England have obviously got to now travel to Rome, which are, they won't be used to. And obviously Ukraine have just played 120 minutes, so they're not going to be particularly fit. So mm. it's not going to, it's not going to be a classic. But I mm. think England will win two nil.
2: It it will remind me of the workhorse game, you know, that they did in the World Cup against Sweden. Yeah, Definitely. it'll be like that. It'll be exactly like that. Yeah, and I, and that's why I'm going to go to New England. I think it will be comfortable enough. They might have a couple of scares, but I just think they'll have too much for Ukraine.
1: What I think is I think um, England might make a few changes for this one. They've got Rice and Phillips on yellow cards. So they don't want to risk losing them for the semi-final. And uh, you don't really need a back three against Ukraine, in my opinion. So I think they'll, I think Southgate will change it up, freshen it up. I think you'll see um, some good attacking play
0: for a change.
2: Not from the bank manager, mate. Not from a bank manager.
0: <laughs> I don't think Grealish will start, though. I think he's our oh, super sub now.
1: No, I think he'll start. I don't. Think <laughs> he's, he's too good to be a super well, sub.
0: Not a super sub, but a, a, an impact player. I, I think he might start Foden or someone. Yeah, I think they'll
2: both start. <laughs> He's got that Gaza look on with him, hasn't he? The the X Factor the way the fans just went up, didn't they, when he came on and even if he's on the pitch, he takes two two or three players away from from other other players, doesn't he? So Okay, and finally, Czech Republic, Denmark. I think this is going to be another tactical game of chess. I think you've got, like we've said, about how pragmatic the Czech Republic team are. The Danes will, I guess, be invited to break them them down and the Czechs will look to counter, attack. I can only assume from seeing them. Um, It'll probably be, well, I've said it'd be a goal in it, for like the last two Denmark games, and they've scored eight goals. <laughs> <laughs> so, if I say it's going to be three nil, it will end up being one nil. <laughs> I think the Danes will win it, though. Personally, what do you think? And
0: yeah, I think Denmark would have too much fun.
2: This
1: is a really tricky one. I'm trying to think how this one's going to play out. I think that the Czechs are just so rigid and hard to break down. I think the Danes are going to struggle and uh, go for a Czech win.
2: Okay. Cool. So, so you could be looking at then the Czech Republic England semi final Madness. Wouldn't have predicted that at the beginning of the tournament, would we?
0: Can we beat them twice in one tournament?
2: <laughs> yeah, you never know. It's been done. Other teams have done that, I think so yeah if, if any of you guys want to email us your predictions then please do so to var at the bar 2020 at gmail.com or you can tweet us at var at the bar one or facebook us at VAR at the bar got anything else to to add there lads at all
1: it's coming home
2: <laughs> <laughs> Adam, would you like to say anything
0: no, I'm not getting carried away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still back in Italy to win it. <laughs> okay. In the hope that England surprised me.
2: Okay. Fair enough. Right then, so that's uh, me saying bye-bye. Right, Goodbye for me.
0: Yeah. Bye. See ya. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk